everyone. Welcome to News and Brew Sports Biz, our podcast series that advocates for the financial voices in college athletics and features new developments impacting the business of college sports. We are Katie Davis and Ken Kurzel representing the Collegiate Athletics team at James Moore. This episode features Nicosi Perry, grad transfer quarterback at Florida Atlantic University and the first college athlete to acquire an NIL deal with an alcohol company, Isla Mirada Beer Company. So naturally, we were drawn to him as a guest. Yes, and of course, not only is he a guest, but he's also our first opportunity to go through the NIL process as a sponsor. Full disclosure, we did pay him, and I feel good about it. So we're going to kick off my interview with Cozy, followed by our take on NIL from a college athlete's perspective, and we'll talk more about the NIL sponsorship process. So here's Nikozi Perry. Nikozi, thanks for being here today. Uh, so let's start off talking a little bit about a day in the life of Nikozi Perry. It's a Tuesday afternoon in October. You're the starting quarterback for the Florida Atlantic Owls, and your team is heading into a bye week. And you're also a grad student working toward your MBA at FAU. Um, so what has your day been like so far, and what do you um, have going on when we finish with this chat? Um, first off, thanks for having me. And so far today, it started off with I had to wake up at 6 in the morning for treatment. And then breakfast is at 6.30, and then we have practice in the morning. We'll probably start practice around 9, get out around 11 o'clock, something around there. And then after practice, I'll most likely go to study hall, as you say. I'm still in school. And um, after that, of course, I've got to eat. They have lunch for us after practice, and then... I tend to go to a meeting with my coach, most likely get get extra time in with my coaches. So far, that, that's what the day has been consisted of. Yeah, yeah, so it's very busy. I can imagine um, being a starting quarterback and getting your MBA. Um, so how do you kind of manage your time? And as far as how do you, Keep up with time management. I know that's part of some of the training that is um, mandated by Florida law in the financial literacy section is time management. So do you feel pretty good with um, how to navigate your day? Uh, yes. When I first got in college, I would say no, but I feel like I pretty much got the hang of it now. And I give a, I give a lot of credit to FAU, FAU's um, academic advisors. They do a good job organizing my schedule and, and, and finding the time, the time out of my days for me to come in and get the get work that I need done. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. Um, well, the, so the premise of our podcast is to talk about the financial side of college athletics and also share with our listeners, our love of craft beer. Um, so of course, when we saw you're the first college athlete to sign an NIL deal with a brewery, um, and you're a local guy coming from Ocala in our backyard. Uh, we knew we had to have you on. Um, so on the beer side of things, um, what is your favorite beer at Almorada Beer Company? Um, to be honest, I don't have a favorite. I like them all, but my favorite thing from the Almorada Company isn't just a beer. I like the vodka sodas. That would be my favorite if I had to choose. Yeah, yeah. Well, and that's what's interesting about them is they're um, – distillery is as well as brewery is, isn't that correct right yeah um so we aren't 
too familiar, even though they're in Florida, um, because we're in Gainesville and they're in, in South Florida, aren't too familiar with all that they offer on site, but we do get some of their stuff up here. And um, I actually went today to a local spot. So I have, I'm not drinking it now, um, but I have the the Island Citrus Ale. So I'm excited to um, try one of those when I get off work. Sounds, sounds good to me. <laughs> <laughs> um, so talk to us a little bit through the NIL deal process with Almorada. Um, how did you originally connect with them and what was the overall process like? Um, it, it originally started off with my, with my agent, Trent Robeson. He set up the whole deal for me. And then once I, once I met the, the people from Alamorado, Jose and them, them guys, I found out that Jose was a FAU grad himself and he was already a huge Miami Hurricanes fan. So that uh, we kind of clicked right off the bat. And I think it was great when we first met. Um, they showed me around around their facility and it was it was a beautiful setup for me and well for them. And I think it was nice for, for them to invite me there. Timeline-wise, NIL went live July 1st. Um, so I guess talking about all your NIL deals with not just Almorada, but maybe also your first deal, how long did it take you to land your first deal and then also to land your um, Almorada deal? Um, my first deal happened about two weeks after they put the, the rule in place. And it was, a, it was with Ideal um, Nutrition. And that was my first deal two weeks after. And then after that, I had a few other deals, but Alamorado was the biggest deal that I had. And once Trent, my agent, brought it to my attention, it's pretty much up to me if I want to do it or not. And I was definitely up for it. And it was a go right away. So and what made you, what made you decide? Uh, Trent pretty much was telling me, like, it was going to be a, a good thing for both of us and I would be the first, I may, I would maybe be the first college athlete to sign a deal with an alcoholic company. So that, that was the main thing. Yeah. Well, and I mean, I think it's interesting. Um, I've seen some, you know, a lot of articles and commentary out there about um, maybe some of what the, historically the NCAA has referred to as, um, you know, inappropriate maybe for a college athlete. But I think you know, in your case, you're a grad student transfer, you're 23 years old, um, certainly not inappropriate at all to represent a, a beer company. And I think it's great. And, and you have gotten a lot of attention, um, which I think has been a huge benefit for being the first college athlete. Uh, I saw this week an article in front office sports about you. Um, and, and, you know, I think it's gotten a lot of attention. And, um, you know, I think, in the hustle and bustle of South Florida, um, it might be difficult in the current market to get deals. Um, but I want to hear more about that and, and whether you think this Almorada deal has helped um, increase your um, your marketability out there to get new deals. I definitely think it helped me increase my marketing ability because, like I said, it blew up more than what we thought. And it, and it in my opinion, put me on a higher higher level like as far as exposure wise, but as far as college athletes and beer, I feel like if you're above the age of 21, it's fine for you to have a, a beer here or there, but it, I don't think it's only for college students. I think it's also a great thing for tailgating the fans and things like that. And that's, 
I feel like the fans come out to watch the players. So if the players promoted something for the fans, that'll, that'll be good for them as well. Yeah. yeah that's a really great point. Um, so as, as I mentioned, you're 23 grad transfer, um, studying for your MBA. So I would say that definitely gives you an advantage maybe compared to your teammates who are 18 and have just left home. Um, do you believe that your experience has given you an advantage in the NIL marketplace? Um, somewhat it does. In my opinion, I feel like it does. And But at the same time, I feel like it's new to everyone because it's just now starting. And to be honest, no one really know what, what to expect coming, coming from it. Mm-hmm. So from a financial perspective, then let's talk about maybe things you have learned um, as well as what you hope to learn um, as this NIL process continues to evolve. Um, so as far as the financial aspect, I think it's, it's great that it finally happened for college students, of course, that they can make money on the side because I feel like we need it. But um, it's also good because it's not only it's not only about the money. You can also get the product, and you're not only getting money. You're also helping other people. You're helping another company. You're helping people get exposure. So you're also doing a good deed for others. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I think that's great. Um, what has your knowledge been about finances and taxes? Um, as you started signing deals? So far, um, I've signed a few W-9s, but I'm not too familiar with taxes yet. And I I plan on getting more familiar with it, especially, and I think it's going to be a good thing. But I think I'll learn more about it later on down the road. Like, I don't know too much about it right now. So where where do you get... um, your knowledge from about like finances and taxes and, um, you know, is it mostly through your MBA program or does FAU have an NIL education um, or are there other outside advisors that kind of help you in that area? Um, I definitely have advisors at FAU that help me and um, every contract I I haven't go through them, make sure, make sure it's right and correct. And they help me with that from that standpoint. Also, my mom is very good with finances. She does taxes all over. And um, that's that's the main thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, and I I hear that a lot is, um, you know, go to your parents, talk to your parents. Um, and, and really a lot of student athletes are starting there um, because even the advisors maybe within athletics don't know your complete situation to really be able to help you on the tax side necessarily. So I... I think that's great that you've got your mom uh, to help you with that. Um, What kind of advice would you give your younger teammates in the, you know, area around NIL and and finances? Um, First of all, I'd say don't try to be too greedy. Don't be turning down offers because you never know what what the offer can turn out to be for you, what the deal may be for you, how big it can can be. And... um, also, don't don't think about it too much. You have to stick to your craft, stick to what you're in college for, still football, schools. Um, that's the main thing, pretty mm-hmm. much. Yeah, I, I think that's really good advice. Um, 
So while I'm asking for advice, um, what kind of advice would you give to people like me? So as someone who's um, mid-age coming into a school to help educate athletes um, on the financial type topics, uh, what, what advice would you give to me to make sure I'm most effective in talking with athletes about finances? Um, I think for the most part, college students don't know how to manage their finances. So when they get money, at least the, the college students I've been around, they, they spend it really fast. So I think a teacher would be good for them to teach them how to manage their money, how to save money would be the main thing. I, I don't think people know saving strategies and they don't have money enough to learn it. So I think a teacher would be good to help. Yeah, mm-hmm. oh, good to know. Thank you. Um, so how much time do you allot to your current NIL deals as well as pursuing additional ID, um, deals? Could you repeat that one? Okay. Um, how much time do you allot to your NIL deals um, that you currently have as well as as you're pursuing additional deals? Um, for the most part, the NIL deals, most of them are not reoccurring. But like uh, the the ideal nutrition one is reoccurring. Like each week, I have to put in a new menu of what I want to eat, which is great. They send me like twelve meals a week, and the Alamorada deal, something new happens with that, probably every few days or every week or so, like a podcast or something, or maybe a photo shoot. But the Alamorada deal is is ongoing. But like my other deals. It's just been a one-time thing. And once it, once it's over with, it's over with. Okay. Um, so there's been a bit of a debate out there um, where some people think that performance on the field could impact your NIL marketability. Um, do you believe that your on-the-field performance would help or harm you? Or do you feel like your um, name, image, and likeness goes beyond how you um, perform as an athlete? I think it plays, it plays a part in both. Cause I feel like the bigger your fan base is, the more NIL deals you'll get. That That's how you get your deals. People will think, oh, they'll buy this because they like you. So if you play good on the field, I think you'll get more fans or however, how popular you are, you'll get more fans. That's how, that's how I look at it. Like the bigger schools, they'll get more people because they have more fans. More NIL does because they have more fans. Okay. Um, but do you think, I mean, you could potentially have fans even if you may have had a bad week or, um, you know, where you could, they would still see uh, your Twitter account um, and see some of the information you're putting out there? Uh, yeah, I don't, if you have one bad game or so, I don't think it'll be bad, but like if you have a bad season, then I think the following year it may, it may go down. Okay. Um, so do you think there are any future NIL opportunities for college athletes within the alcohol segment? Uh, yes, I do. I think, I think it'll only get bigger and I think it'll expand outside of alcohol. But when it comes to alcohol, I think it'll go into liquor as well. I've seen, I, I believe I've seen NBA players do liquor commercials, if I'm not mistaken, and they're athletes as well. So mm-hmm. I think 
grow to that point for college students. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I've, I think it's very interesting. I'm excited that you're representing Almorada Beer Company and um, thank you also for taking some time to talk with us today. Um, any other last thoughts uh, before we end? Uh, thank you so much for having me. Um, I really appreciate it. Yeah. I think that was our first college athlete interview on News and Brews, right? Yes, it was. And um, I thought it was interesting having a conversation with Cozy and um, felt like, um, you know, this was a new process for him um, and that it seems like he's excited about it, um, but still has a lot of uncertainty about it as, as what it seems like all athletes do right now. Yeah, no, he's certainly a very likable young man, and um, it's good to see him getting a, um, a deal with Isla Murata Beer Company that um, really, like you said, has blown up probably bigger than they expected it to. Um, I think as craft beer lovers uh, that you and I are, um, the really cool part is that it's a craft brewery instead of one of the, you know, the big breweries, yeah. so I, I love that fact about it. Um, you know, I thought it was interesting that, um, again, that he, you know, he made the point about, you know, telling he would tell other kids other you know his teammates and so forth the younger ones to not necessarily pass up a deal because you don't know what it might lead to and then you know this is a good example of one that was bigger than what he thought it might be mm -hmm. yeah so um we haven't talked beer uh yet so yeah. i i did pick up some almorada beer company of course uh, our local store only had one variety mm -hmm. so we're both trying the same one um i guess you guys know right now there we okay. go so let's pour some of it into a glass um, and then, all right, so I'll go. Um, so just so you know what we're having, this is the Almorada Beer Company Island Citrus Ale. And um, it's actually not bad. Um, it's it's kind of got a little citrus, it's, it's summery. Um, so Almorada is down in the Florida Keys. So it actually says on the can, an island state of mind um, and uh, land or sea, navigate responsibly. Um, so I, I think, um, you know, all of their beers have some kind of a nautical island, tropical kind of vibe to it. Um, this one, it, even though it's fall, I don't hate drinking it, um, <laughs> but it is pretty summery. Yeah, no, I agree. I think um, I like it. I like it honestly more than I thought. I mean, I love my IPAs, so I'm a, an IPA snob, but um this one is fun and definitely one I would drink in the summer. So um, definitely yeah. good work from Isla Ronda Beer Company. Yeah, so. yeah, their IPA was sold out. Um, so see, not everyone hates IPA out there because it was sold out. So we are not alone in loving our IPAs, um, even though we hear otherwise sometimes. Um, but but yeah, I think it was a great uh, opportunity. I like that um, it was Florida Atlantic grads. Um, it helps to get um, notoriety and and, you know, some advertising and things from someone local. Um, so, and I liked his point about not only is it promoting alcohol to college students, but to the fans and, and everyone knows there's alcohol at tailgating. And, and so, I mean, I think it was a great move by um, Cozy as well as Almorada and um, great work by um, Trent Robinson, who is Cozy's agent with first round um, management. Um, and so, uh, you know, one thing for us that was a first, of course, is our first NIL deal, um, too. So that's that's been kind of exciting. Yeah. So what uh, 
tell me, you, you handled a lot more of that than I did. So tell me what that was like as far as, I mean, how did that go? I guess we, we saw that Cozy had gotten this deal and then um, yeah, reached so, out to him. And what, yeah, so you know, very, like? very similar to when we had Mario Mocha on from New Mexico State, where he was a collector of the, the university licensed beers. Um, when I see something beer and college <laughs> athletics focused, I'm going to be like, oh, let's get them on News and Brews. So um, got uh, someone from our team, uh, Jason Hendricks, reached out to um, Trent Robinson, um, who was, I think we saw it in social media and somehow did some digging and he worked his magic and and got us connected um, with Trent Robinson. So really great story. So Trent is a junior in college at University of Miami. Cozy used to be the quarterback at Miami, and then this year is now grad transfer at Florida Atlantic, um, just up the street. And um, and so when Trent Trent had some involvement, I don't remember the specific details, but maybe with the equipment room or or something like that at at Miami Athletics, and got to know a lot of the the football players um, as he was doing that when he was in college, and as very much an aspiring entrepreneur, um, you know, as a junior and is running, um, you know, he and a team of people running an agency helping athletes strike these NIL deals. And so, you know, we first had a conversation with Trent about it, um, kind of talked through, you know, what our premise is, um, what we do, why we wanted to do it. Um, you know, really, it wasn't so that Cozy could promote James Moore and company, although, you know, I'm hoping he'll have it on his social media and and maybe between him and Al Murata, we'll educate more people in the community about finances and college athletics. But um, really, it was more about just us learning and sharing a student athlete's perspective, as well as sharing our perspective as entering into one of these contracts. So um, it was kind of weird. This is just new for everybody. So we were like, okay, well, you know, what is this going to cost? And he's like, well, what do you want to pay? Um, it was very much a kind of an open question, um, but then we, you know, kind of, he said, pointed us to Dreamfield, um, which is another um, platform and, and marketplace for NIL deals um, that uh, the current Miami quarterback and Florida State quarterback are involved in, in Dreamfield. We've talked about them before. So, so Cozy's on Dreamfield and um, his going rate was on there. So we decided let's go with that. Um, and, uh, you know, it took, I don't know, maybe a month ago we were having that conversation and um, we're able to get into Cozy's busy schedule and connect with him for a few minutes to have a chat about his experiences. No, that's pretty cool. I mean, it took us a little bit longer than your friend, Matt Brown, who uh, had a, I think he had an offensive lineman that he uh, had a deal <laughs> with like right after it. I all started uh, back up, up in Indiana, maybe. <laughs> I can't remember what the, the story yeah. was, but it, yeah. Um, yeah, well, I mean, we were waiting for the right one. Yeah, waiting so for the right the one. First, this is the first beer. I, deal. I think Nicosi is the perfect first uh, one for James Moore. So, um, with the fitting news and brews there perfectly. So, that's cool. Um, which that does kind of raise um, the point. There was a, a good article in Front Office Sports uh, just this week um, about the idea of taboo NIL deals, uh, you know, with you know, whether it be alcohol companies, uh, gambling companies, you know, any, um, any of those that are considered vices, maybe, uh, you know, so um, what were your thoughts on that um, and Nicosi's deal? I mean, I think um, he was optimistic that there's going to be more deals and certainly there could be a market for it. Um, it'll be interesting to see 
as um, Congress continues to talk about federal legislation, um, where they'll end up going and how the NCAA's lobbying efforts go as it relates to that. Um, so I think only time will tell, but I mean, he's 23. Yeah. He can, you know, represent, <clears throat> you know, Almirada just as easy as yep. DJ can represent Dr. Pepper. So, sure. so to me, <clears throat> it's, you know, if you're responsible about it and, and doing it the right way, I don't see why it would be a problem. And, um, you know, I think it, you know, he was, truthful and honest by saying fans drink beer and yeah. their local brewery. I mean, I think that's, it, no, it I, is what it is. I strongly agree. And they obviously promote responsible drinking. And, you know, I, in my mind, it's much less controversial maybe than a, um, a deal with a sports book or somebody that is gambling on athletics, you know, that, that to me seems like an area that could be a little bit uh, more controversial. Um, I think one like this, in my opinion, is, is, is not a big deal either. Sure. So, yeah, you know. definitely. Um, it is interesting, though, too, that, you know, with the patchwork of different NIL laws all across the country, um, you know, this is the type of deal that may work in one state, but not in another state. So that's. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So, I mean, it's definitely advan an advantage of being in Florida is that it's not illegal um, to enter into a deal like this. Yeah. Um, something else that came up that I was thinking as I was listening to your interview was, again, we we're big about trying to promote the idea of financial literacy for the college athletes, um, you know, really to put them in the best position possible to be able to handle uh, these NIL deals, both from a standpoint of money management as well as taxes. Um, what were some of your thoughts as you were interviewing Cozy um, in that area? Um, I mean, I think it's very clear that all of this NIL stuff is new for everybody. It's new for athletes. It's new for um, agents or and others that are representing athletes. Um, it's new for the universities. And so I think they're just trying to scramble um, and get everything pulled together as they're preparing. And you know we're only a few months in, um, but it it's clear that they need financial literacy training. I mean, he said, you know savings habits. Um, I thought he made a really good point about that of just, if you haven't had money before, you don't know how to save it. Right. Um, and of course right. we all know young people, when they get money, they want to spend it. Um, <laughs> we've seen that with NFL and, and others. So, um, so, I mean, that's understandable. I think, I mean, he's, he's 23. He's got, um, sounds like his mom can help him and not all, not all student athletes have parents that are financially savvy that can kind of help guide them. So, you know, we really spend a lot of time talking with schools about where can they go for help? Um, and, and of course, parents is top of the list, but then after that, we give other options too, and, and just kind of the hows behind it, um, you know, just responsible financial management that leads to the ability to, to pay your taxes and not be caught by surprise. So, um, I was surprised and maybe he's just being nice because when I asked the, for advice, it was more of like, how can I be, you know, cool to the athletes and, and, and resonate and get their attention and not just have them glaze over. But really, it was more about just actually teaching them. And he didn't really seem to think that, you know, have any tips about whether how it was delivered, I guess. So maybe mm -hmm. maybe the delivery doesn't matter. Um, maybe it's just getting that information. And, and I think, you know, if they're hungry to do it and, and it seems like they know what they don't know, they may not know details of what they don't know, but, but they definitely know they don't know a lot about finances. So, right, um, right. and just where, you know, in the Florida law, it's, 
legal to have, um, you know, represent alcohol companies, Florida law also requires five hours of financial literacy training. So um, that is something that um, they're going to need. So, um, I mean, and, and it's very clear that athletes um, need some help in this area. So we hope that, um, you know, you guys take this seriously, even if it's, um, you know, getting with your university's business school or school of accounting, um, you know, getting someone in there just to help talk about some of the financial issues that they may face so they're not caught by surprise. Yeah, no, I think you're you're exactly right. And we've on previous podcasts um, made a big point about the taxes side. Obviously, as a CPA firm, we're especially in tune to that. Um, but I just I, I honestly don't know that we could preach it enough. The idea that they do need to give good education to the students um, with respect to the taxes, because, again, the, the point being made that all of these NIL deals that they're getting there's no tax withholdings at all. Uh, you know, they're not, mm-hmm. <clears throat> you know, the point that Melody made on that on a previous podcast about that. And in some ways, a professional athlete has it easier because as an employee, you have the withholdings, the taxes are paid for you, essentially, they're withheld and, and sent in, whereas um, they really have to be disciplined and set the money aside to, to prepare for the tax consequences. Well, and, and understanding <clears throat> self-employment taxes, yep. understanding state taxes, you know, Florida is a no tax state, but if you have residency in another state and you've yep. just moved to Florida to, to play sports and go to school, um, you know, that those could be other surprises. And even, you know, he talked about his nutrition deal and he's ordering meals. Well, you know, maybe that adds up if he's getting so many meals, um, you know, over a period of time, it, if it gets to be $600 and he said yeah. he was filling out W-9. So that means <laughs> anytime you fill out a W-9, that's, an indication you're getting a 1099 yep, and therefore right. the IRS is getting that same 1099 and you're going to have to pay taxes. So, um, you know, I think, uh, I'm glad he knew what a W9 was. I'm glad he filled yeah. it out. Um, yep. so, so, you know, I think that's, um, but that's an indication that they're going to have to, to work on that. And I mean, it sounds like FAU's really good and hands-on with their athletes and looking at the deals and making sure everything is in order. And, um, you know, doing what they can to help um, at, to the capacity that they're able to. So I think that's really great um, for the university. Yeah, and it, again, illustrating that it's, it's not just the cash, it's the product. Even he mentioned it, you know, the, one of the neat, the nice things that uh, athletes are enjoying is in NIL is the free product, but of course, free product also leads to tax consequences. Right. And you don't have cash to pay the taxes exactly. when you have free product. Yep. So as um, you have made the point, you can't, uh, you can't pay your tax bill with a, like what, a quarter of a F-150 pickup truck, you know, <laughs> so, uh, if you're getting a dealer yeah. vehicle. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, at <clears> least like food is less expensive than a car. Um, yeah. and I did kind of run some of the numbers with, um, Christy Dosh and, and she has her tracker and even looking at some of the other NIL deals of like, well, if the car's just for football season, um, you know, maybe you it's won't have taxes. Yeah. Um, it could fall under <clears> the <throat> amount. And I think there was another deal recently, like Virginia Tech um, linemen get free barbecue for <laughs> football season or something like That's that. And it's like, well, yeah. if they get one barbecue meal a week over the football season, I think each meal would have to average $50, which maybe that could happen. Um, it's like, okay, challenge accepted. I mean, um, offensive linemen are probably going <laughs> to, away a lot of barbecues so yeah but i mean it would you know when the deals are like 
short like this, it's potential that, you know, the barbecue restaurant isn't yeah. going to ask them to fill out a W-9. And if they're not filling out the W-9, maybe they're not going to have to pay taxes on right. free barbecue food. Um, you know, it could technically you're probably supposed to, um, yeah. but it could fly under the radar. Uh, I'll be curious to see as states get more aggressive on, um, you know, getting their revenue, um, if they're going to start watching some of these social media feeds, um, especially the NIL companies that are promoting these social media deals or these deals on social media. And if, if they're going to start going after people. So, yeah. yeah. Um, so even if you try to fly under the radar, it may not always work, but I would say it's low risk um, to get a, a barbecue deal, but maybe, um, you know, some other ones could be a little bit higher risk. Well, Katie, I think your conversation with Cozy was eye-opening and further hits home how NIL is valuable. Uh, but obviously, there's a lot to learn still, especially around the financial literacy area and taxes. Yes, I definitely agree with that. Thank you. Um, and thanks to our listeners for tuning in. Cheers. To learn more about the James Moore and Company Collegiate Athletics and Higher Education segments, go to jmco.com. And don't forget to sign up for Insights to get our latest industry updates, news, and events delivered straight to your inbox. You can also follow us on Twitter at JMCO Higher Ed and on LinkedIn for the latest news as the landscape of collegiate athletics and higher education is continually evolving.